Hello, everyone, and welcome to nothing. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is this going right now? Welcome to an untitled podcast project. Brought to you by Totally Reprise. Yeah. Brought to you by Totally Reprise. We could probably just call it Totally Reprise. We probably, probably could. I don't think Totally Spies falls under struck work. Yeah. Well, eh. yeah, probably not. I don't think it does. A French Canadian. I think cartoons mostly don't. That would make sense. Yeah, at least writing-wise. I guess I don't know about the acting side. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, that's not important right now, because we're not going to be talking about Totally Spies. No. We talked. No, we did no. that already. We did. Yeah. yeah, we're done with that. And no matter how much we ask Molly, she won't let us commit to doing the reboot. They still haven't even uh, started airing it yet. Yeah, it's not even real yet. Yeah, it's not yeah, even real. No, it's... Also, why would, why would we... E- listen... <laughs> It'd be a fun uh, nostalgia bit. Yeah. It would be fun for maybe three episodes. Okay. So what you're saying is... No, that's not (laughs) what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm preventing us from doing... Because if we do three, we're doing 23 more, and I know you two. I mean, we could just do a third of the season per episode. Christ, no, I would rather die. you kidding me? (laughs) Well, it seems we've reached an impasse, but we'll figure out a way. I just... I just, by the end of uh, Totally Reprise, I just hated watching TV. <laughs> it just sucked. But here's the thing. We're watching, like, several of the best TV shows of all time. We're getting to the point, quickly, we gotta, like, recalibrate ourselves or everything's gonna be a disappointment. We gotta remember how bad it can be out there. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. I think you can watch bad TV on your own at all times. <laughs> I think I've seen bad TV, but... You know, mm-hmm. can't talk about it. <laughs> I saw Riverdale's ending. I fuck. I can't talk about that. You can't. That's the thing. <laughs> I blew it immediately. <laughs> I just said we can't talk about that. So, yes, there are things that we can't talk about, and we're we've decided to come together and talk about those things. Sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask Luke first. Oh God. Okay. What you you been up to? What have I been up to the past couple weeks? Uh, Played a lot of different video games, by which I mean, I guess, four different video games. Still street fighting. Um, Yeah. Need need to get back in on that. I've kind of fallen off of it just because I've been busy, but street fighter's still good. Have you seen The Poison Pervert, Molly? I have seen The Poison Pervert. She was kind of interesting. I was not sold on the look when they previewed it at Evo. Sure. But having seen, like, the whole situation in motion, yeah. uh, I think it looks much better than I thought it did initially. She, she's she got almost like a Valdo from Soul Calibur vibe. She has yes. a Valdo vibe. Yeah. I, I, I like that I, someone tweeted, or X'd, <laughs> yeah. uh, that it's less horny Valdo. <laughs> <laughs> she looks ah. like if, instead of being a weird, like leather daddy thing, Voldo was just really into cosplaying as the costume designer from The Incredibles. That's so true. Wow. <laughs> and also wanted to kill people with poison. Well, like, yes, really yeah. bad. And yeah, she was yeah, horny yeah, about yeah. it. Right. And also wanted to be a warm. Well, Voldo well, that's has just, that. That's just Voldo. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Valdo worms around like nobody's business. He's uncomfortable to look at, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, Valdo has a very uh, live form of movement. I don't care to look at it. Yeah. Valdo seems like whether his bones are liquid or solid is something he can control. <laughs> yeah. 
scary. Well, it's got a weird backstory. The like guy just locked him up in a vault. Right. Was he right, uh, like gimp. drawn and quartered like while he was on in this vault? No, no it's just. No, a, I think he was just like that already. Oh, yeah, okay. He just, there's no backstory for why he is that like that. <laughs> That's just who he is. Oh, I thought. Okay. <laughs> That's just Voldo being his bold, beautiful self. <laughs> well. It's just like. A, like a rich guy died, and this Voldo was his like bodyguard. He got a Montiatoed, but like Voldo was cool with it. Oh, it's hard for me to imagine something Voldo wouldn't be cool with. Yeah, like wearing a collared shirt—that might be something Voldo's not cool with. Yeah, being normal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, games came out. Pikmin 4 came out. That game's all right. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think you were just starting it when... Or I don't even know if we've talked about it on this show. I don't think we talked about it on the pod. I think you told me about it on Eidolon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know why they've decided that Pikmin, a game with three entries with very simple, straightforward stories, they're like... Well, this is just too much mythology and lore. We can't keep consistent with any of this. We gotta blow it up and reboot it. Right, because this this is the sequel to the bad ending of one. That's where me and Maxie landed trying to make sense of it. Yeah, but you don't know if that's necessarily true? I don't know if that's necessarily true, because you okay. don't go to these locations in one. They're, they're new places. Well, sure, but who knows what happens when you get... Pikmin. Well, okay, alright. In Pikmin 1, if you fuck up, the ending you get is Olimar dies, and the Pikmin drag you to their onion, and it just eats you. And that's the end of it. And, like, it, it's very much like, well, you know, hey, the Pikmin don't distinguish uh, your food just like anything else you've had them kill. This one introduces a thing where you're, like, part of a rescue team who's been sent to rescue Captain Olimar, who has crashed... And uh, you can't find him, but you find this mysterious little guy who kind of looks like Olimar, but he's covered in red leaves, like some kind of leaf man. And he keeps abducting other people and putting them in Pikmin onions, and that turns them into leaf mans. So no. the idea <laughs> that me and Maxie had was that, well, obviously, after the bad ending, Olimar got, you know, leafified, and uh, now he's, you know, wild man Olimar. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I have now reached the sure. point in the story of that where, like, I've technically hit credits, but the game is not over yet. Uh, where, like, I've rescued Olimar, and now he's just kind of hanging out. He's like, yeah, hey, you should probably go over there. Like, he's oh, very, like, oh. like, flat in affect, which is funny to me. He's like, yeah, you should probably, like, go to this map next, maybe kill some guys. Your dog's sick. That's no good. Okay, thanks, Olimar. I've seen a lot of the dog. Yeah, the dog's kind of the big thing in this one, that you have a dog now. And the dog has, like, a skill tree. Uh, you know, it's kind of like... You know, Pikmin is not quite an RTS, but it kind of is. Uh, the dog is sort of like a hero unit, kind of. It's an RTS for babies? Yes, and no. some of those games are kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just mean in the sense that it's all, like... I'm sure it's mechanically complex, but it's not an RTS. Right, it's not, you're not, your APM doesn't necessarily matter right. in Pikmin. Uh, although they really try to make a thing out of uh, fucking with Dandori in this one, which I guess is a Japanese term for, like, 
multitasking and like juggling multiple things at once. They use the word constantly in Pikmin 4. Huh. Or they're like, oh, you've got to practice good Dandori. You need to be a Dandori master. Go do a Dandori multiplayer battle against an AI opponent. Are they, like, like, trying to train kids for the workforce? (laughs) Like, what (laughs) Well, here's my thing. You really did need to be good at multitasking and, like, you know, juggling priorities and stuff in Pikmin 1, because there was a time limit. And if you didn't, you know, save Olimar in 30 days, he died, as we've just established. This one, there's no time limit, so, like, who cares? Take your time. Doesn't matter. They they wanted you to do the thing, but they didn't want to impose the restriction on you. Yeah, because, because people, people complain about it. People are really fussy about time limits in games, and I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. It's fine. You'll be okay. I I, I am the fusser about <laughs> time limits, and I thank you, everyone, for removing them. Ashley, it's fine. You'll be okay. No, I won't. <laughs> I didn't like Dead Rising because of that, but mostly because, like, I kind of just wanted to wander around and shit. Yeah. Which was still possible, but I kept getting, like, the notification, like, well, you fucked up. And I'm like, well, okay. Isn't, I have not played Dead Rising, but isn't part of that first game a lot of, like, you're gonna fail over and over, but, like, you'll... Yes, yes. Like, you can't beat it on, like, your fresh save, you can beat it on New Game Plus, whatever. It's like... Yeah, I guess it's kind of roguelike-ish in that way, mm-hmm. where like yeah, you slowly it, build up upgrades. Yeah. Before a lot of that had really, you know... Right. Pre-Spelunky. Pre-Spelunky. Yeah, like, obviously, you know, Rogue hadn't been, you know, out there, but... Right, but the, the roguelike assance had not hit yet. Yes, and... Nobody had played Binding of Isaac yet. Right. No. And... That might not be true. Yes. So, like, the way it was framed is more you have to complete full. (laughs) Right. Uh, And it's kind of why in almost every single re-release or sequel, uh, they've included, like, a no time limit mode. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm still having fun with Pikmin 4. I uh, I do want to... Yeah, like I said, I hit the point where, like, wow, we saved the day. Let's all go, everybody. Ah, fuck, our dog's sick. Uh Uh-oh. Our dog grew a leaf, and now it will die if we take it off the planet. So I guess we got to figure that out before we can leave. All right. Yeah. Um, Other stuff I've been doing. Uh, I bought Baldur's Gate 3. I have not put a ton of time into it. I've beaten sort of the first big, like, mission in it. And not gotten much farther than that. It's alright. It's an RPG. Yeah. You talk to it, people, you click on dialogue options, they roll your good stat, so surely you'll pass the check, but then you fail it anyway, and you're like, well, why the fuck did I bother putting points into that then? Yeah, uh, that sounds like D&D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, well, I really, I picked a rogue because I wanted to, like, lie to people and break into things... But I guess if I keep failing these rolls, I'll have to play it like everybody else. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I I have turned that into down to like story only mode, basically. Yeah. And still find it sometimes difficult. Uh huh. Yeah, it's they throw uh, some hard fights at you. Yeah. That uh, fucking like, like goblin camp because you can. It's not hard to just walk into the goblin camp, 
But boy, yes. oh boy, it's hard to walk back out again. And yeah, and then they're like, "Listen, you will have to kill every single motherfucker here." Yeah. Yeah, like you have to rescue that druid guy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, you should go kill the three leaders." I'm like, "You want to help?" Well, I could, but once I go bear mode, I'll just go berserk <laughs> and like just kill everybody indiscriminately. I'm like, okay, okay, fine, I'll just kill the leaders. And then immediately I aggro the entire place now that I've lost the opportunity to have him help. Right. And, like, I ended up just, because that was before I knocked down the difficulty, just spending, like, so much time, like, going in and out. Like, all right, I've, like, picked off these four dudes. Now I'm going to go, like, get him. Yeah. Well, the thing they do is there's, like, those war drums everywhere that if they hit it, it, like, alerts everybody in there. So I went over, and I interacted with it, and there was an option, break it, so that no one can use it, and I did it, and the game bugged, and they could use it anyway. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, that, I, yeah, I was kind of playing it for a couple, you know, like, pretty well, and then it just kind of, like, I just kind of stopped. Right. And, like, just like, oh, I don't feel the need to play this anymore. I'm not going to lie to you, gang. Anytime yeah. somebody describes this game to me, it sounds like shit. There's, like, I'm I'm talking about all the bad parts, for sure. Like, there's good parts, too. I just but it's mean, just... even when people talk about the good parts, it's immediately followed up with, well, I guess I just lost 45 minutes of progress. Oh, the saving system is atrocious. They should be ashamed of themselves. And, like, yeah, just a lot of it. Also, everyone's taste in men is just awful. Yeah. Yeah, like, I... Like, I'm gonna all you Asterian fuckers. Like, Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ. I have not met Asterian yet, but yeah, Ugh. I know. No, there's lo- I no, heard so- two lines and was like, no, 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 no. So far, guy-wise, it's really, like, Will is cool, and the others are lame. Yeah. The Also, like, the order of how you can, like, find people in that game. Yeah. Is weird. Like, it... Yeah, I think a way I think is good because, but like I the fucking Grinch looking lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, I don't remember her name, but I know who you mean. Yeah. Lazel. I that Lazel. Lazel. Uh, I whatever. Lazel. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, had the whole opening with her and then have never seen her again. Oh really? She's really close to the starting area. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and I apparently like. After a certain point, like, she moved from that area, and you could find her later. Oh. And, like, Asterion is right around that same area. Oh, really? I totally missed Asterion. Ex- exactly. That's yeah. exactly it. That's funny. That's yeah, stuff but... I'm fine with, though. Like, yeah, sure. I no, like... yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is like, oh, like, I, I like this. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, it's just kind of... It's interesting to see, like, how people... And then, yeah, being around Asterion, it's just like, man, you fucking suck. Right. And not well, even, yeah, like, he's a vampire. A, yeah, like, not even in a fun way. <laughs> well, no, for sustenance, he needs the blood. Yeah, so true. <laughs> um, yeah, the other thing is, like, the thing I was shocked about is, like, oh, my God, you guys still care about Baldur's Gate? I thought this was just kind of a thing for, like, old people right. at this point. Well, the thing is, people care about Dungeons and Dragons. Which is perhaps more shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, it's in some ways bigger than ever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very true. Um, uh, but, God yeah, knows I did, why. 
I did just meet Carlock. She seems cool. Gonna hang with her for a while. Yeah, people uh, yeah, like her. They... Yeah, buff demon lady. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like like that. Uh, the other lady instantly goes. She could put me over her over her shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> like all right. Uh huh. I fucking see you. Yes. <laughs> Ashley just po- uh, posting. I know what you are. <laughs> I did like after I finished that first mission. There's like a little, uh, you know, camp party thing. Like you invite all the NPCs you help to your camp, and you have like a little celebration scene. And it seemed just like a nice time. But every time I tried to talk to one of my party members, it was either, "Hey, you want to fuck?" or, uh, "Man, sure is a shame you haven't increased my affection enough to fuck, huh?" <laughs> Christ. Yeah, people like, people are down to fuck. I don't like was like, "Hey, want to smash?" I was like, "No thanks." And then every other party member was like, "I don't want to smash." And it's because you did a bad job. Like, I I just wanted to hang out and have some drinks, man. We were chilling. Yeah, it seems it seems like people are like down to fuck pretty early on that. Yeah. Even if they're not down to fuck you. <laughs> right. Like the yeah, I you know, maybe it's just I've played a bunch of Mass Effect as a teenager. I thought the fucking only happened at the end of the game. <laughs> that's why I was talking with someone like, that's why Carlock's good, because she can't fuck. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, and you have to solve all her problems until she can. I see, I see. That's, a, yeah, I've played a video game called Mass Effect before. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta find I've the right medicine so the game. tally can uh, stand to be around you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Carlock has a, a thing in her body that makes her uh, super, super hot, like, put off immense amounts of heat. It seems like every one of these motherfuckers has something in their body that makes them, like, be in pain. Me too, dude. Like, it's just normal. Yeah. That's well, just I mean, everybody. Yeah, like, also, like, the thing connecting all of you. <laughs> well, there's that, but I'm saying aside from that, like, every cutscene, it's yeah. one of them being like, oh, ah, oh, my agonies. <laughs> Everyone's got their fucking agonies. <laughs> you just think, you know, I don't need to hear about them all the time, though. Right. <laughs> I'm not constantly complaining about my agonies. <laughs> uh, and then the last game I've been playing is Armored Core, which I think Molly's played a lot more fuck, of than me. Fuck, I beat that game yesterday. I have not beaten it. I am on the Chapter 2 boss. Um, Chapter 2 seemed short compared to 1. Chapter 2 is only like three missions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, really what do you short. mean this concludes the chapter? What are you talking about? I just got here. Chapter 3 is long, but it ends with a gimmick boss, so. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, the missions are cool. Yeah. Uh, that chapter 1 boss can fuck off and die. <laughs> yeah, you were not having a good time. Yeah. The Baltaeus or whatever. And it's infuriating to go online and be like, oh no, once you find the right build, he dies really quick. I'm like, Fuck like, you, he that's does. That's not true. No. It, it still takes a lot of practice. Well, and then I'm looking at what builds are these people fucking making? They're using weapons I don't have yet that you can't get until after you beat him. I don't know about all that. All I know is I used, like, the pulse gun, two yes. different types of missiles, and then a sword. That's basically what I ended up doing. Yeah. And the missiles were pretty good at poking down the shield when I couldn't get in. Yeah. I, I will say but part it is of it fucking is- annoying. Part of it is I just didn't realize that that pulse gun is useless at long range. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bubble... No, the bubbles just explode. 
So I'm like, oh my god, people keep saying this is good against the shield, but it's doing nothing. What are you talking about? Yeah, you, it, it has like zero range. You gotta get in there. Yeah. And like, that, that made it better, but yeah, it is... If I had known you were trying to shoot it from range, I would have told you not to do that anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, uh... <sighs> it did not take as much work as, like, Melania and Elden Ring, but, like, I'm struggling to think of a boss that, like, from another From game that I spent as much time on as this asshole... I probably spent as much time on Genichiro the first time. Uh, Through Sekiro. Oh, the first Genichiro fight. Yeah, I was there always talk about that one. That one time. was never that bad for me. I didn't understand the game yet. That's like, fair. I don't That's think. fair. So, uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. Now, like, fucking Sword Saint. Yeah, that one took forever. Yeah, Sword Saint took forever. That's because it's the last boss. That's how these right. work. Right, right, right. Or, like, uh, you know what? The Guardian 8 might be... No... Yeah, you think I had more tough. fun grinding the Guardian Ape than I did Balteus. Yeah, same. Well, Guardian like, Ape's so I funny. Understand? Like there are layers to the Guardian Ape stuff. They're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a boss in Armored Core that just invokes Melania again, and it's kind of incredible. Huh. Okay. It's got the same vibes. Interesting. Like, does it do like the self heal thing? No, it doesn't do that at all. Okay. Oh, if I did that, I probably would have just like, like returned the game somehow. I, <laughs> I would have deleted it off my hard drive and not played it anymore. Yeah, they should probably not do that in a boss fight ever again. <laughs> I think I think doing it one time is funny, uh, and I think yeah, they should never do that again because it was the worst thing ever. Or or hey, if you're gonna do it, maybe don't put it on the boss that's already the hardest one in the yeah, game. Yeah, maybe don't put it on the super boss. I don't know. Yeah. Still still beat her though, so. Hey, me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything I've been doing, really, other than things I can't talk about on here. So true. Or, like, wouldn't want to talk about on here because I have other podcasts about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about Eidolon, but, you know, I, I have a joke on Eidolon. We have a, we have a, where a, a number of podcasts about Eidolon. <laughs> yeah. They can be found on the Eidolon Playtest Patreon feed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which has become a podcast network within a podcast network. It's so true. <laughs> uh, Ashley, you been doing anything? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I, you know, like I was saying, have done some of the Baldur's Gate. Uh, I've still been doing Fire Pro Wrestling World. Uh, how's how's Fire also... Pro going for you? Fire you Pro recently had okay. to uninstall the whole thing and reinstall the whole thing. Yeah, I I had kind of uh, an amount of bloat that I need just needed to get uh, like a handle on. Yeah, you are a Steam Workshop connoisseur. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, everyone is always like constantly like trying to make things more perfect. You know. Adding, you know, stuff as people change looks and change characters. New animations, what have you. Yes, and so some of the stuff that I had in the past uh, falls by the wayside. Uh, and I just needed to, you know, not have any of the mod stuff also going and just kind of take out that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm kind of close to getting back... Uh, it's telling all the mods and then just going all crazy with it again. Uh, and the cycle will continue. Uh, uh, as I it also, always has. 
Yes. And will for a good while. <laughs> I don't think they're going to make another one of those for a while. Yeah. Seems yeah, probably like this not. one kind of meets everyone's needs. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah, like the... I don't think that they're going to, like... The thing that you would improve is graphics and Fire Pro's always kind of had this style of... Yeah. And also, I don't think the Fire Pro guys are probably swimming in cash. Right. Yeah. Well, and too, like, improving graphics means making character customization more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Like, both to implement and to do as a player. Uh, yeah, so... I, I just think all, everyone there is not interested. They got Suda51 to do a weird story. Because uh, he did one of the original mm-hmm. uh, Fire Pro. Yep, that guy will do a weird story for you if you pay him. It was like one of his first stories, and it ends like with your main character committing suicide. That sounds like Suda51. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I also played Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Oh, yeah, that game looks cool. Yes. Uh, So, you know Jet Set Radio? I've heard of it. Yeah, Uh, it's that. Oh, okay. They made that. Uh, Like, to the point where I was like, oh, I think I remember, like, I couldn't remember if I was, because this game's kind of been in, like, the works for a while. Yeah. I couldn't remember if I was like, oh, I know this place because of like trailers I saw or this reminds me a lot of something from original Jet Set Radio Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah. Sure. But I I think uh, they did what they wanted to do and did it very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any music on the soundtrack that is as good as that one song from Jet Set Radio Future that has like the spoken word bits that are like I'm making dinner for my son and his wife. That song's pretty good. Uh, yeah, they don't have, like... Because, like, the style, like, that people remember of Jet Set Radio music is more the guy who also did, like, a lot of the Sonic soundtracks. Right, yeah. Like, he had songs on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's a lot of people kind of, like, more going for that style than necessarily the... And that one was, like, a somewhat, rather than, like, you know, a lot of, like, electronic and, like, very basic, like, video game-based musicians, that one was actually a pretty popular Japanese crossover band. Oh, okay. Uh, It's their their weirdest song, but they were still a pretty... They're, like, in, like, one of the first episodes of Buffy, I remember. Oh, really? Yeah. But, no, yeah, so... I've seen some people be, like... "Ah, They really didn't do that much to, you know... Improve themselves on, like, Jet Set Radio. Sure. Uh, I think it controls a lot better than Jet Set Radio. I think... Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe people need to replay Jet Set Radio and remember how it controlled... Yeah, um, I think that is a, a big shade for it. Uh, I think that it does a lot of, you know, just kind of smart things in how you do graffiti and how you control your character. I like the inclusion of uh, skateboard and BMX in addition to mm. 
uh, all of the rollerblading. Uh, but also, uh, it I think it's just it's been a long enough since this kind of game came out. Yeah, that if you just made, you know, that kind of game again, right? I don't think people would be mad. I, I don't. I don't think you should be like, oh, they didn't do anything to like set themselves away from the other two games of this. <laughs> the other two games that are 20 plus years old. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I think all the graffiti is really good. Uh, they have like a, apparently a contest to uh, have your graffiti in the game. Mm. Uh, it's very much a fuck cops sure. uh, kind of game. There's a line where someone uh shouts that graffiti wouldn't be fun if it was legal. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I, I finished all of the story mode, but there's still, like, challenges and stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, and I I would not be surprised if they pull some stuff, you know, kind of like what Jet Set Radio on Dreamcast did, where you could start importing custom images. Oh, sure, yeah. For your graffiti, because that—that's what I remember was like a big thing, because it was one of the first times you could use like internet to download user-created content. Yeah. I just remember I'd never like had a Dreamcast. I had one friend who had one, but I just have very fond memories of going on like a family trip. And my parents buying me a like an EGM at the airport to, so I could just like read it and shut up on the airplane, right? And just like reading about all the Dreamcast games, and be like, my God, you know, Jet Set Radio and Echo the Doll, like, wow, vi- the future's here, and it's video games. You could be playing Echo the Dolphin right now. I could be playing on your Echo Sega the- Genesis. Well, true, true. I did have Echo Junior. They made an Echo Junior. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sure, why not? That's the only Echo of the Dolphin I've played. It, you know, doesn't have the weird swerves into creepy sci-fi that uh, the mainline Echo games have. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's more just about what, a friendly little dolphin having a friendly little adventure. Well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. It, it's one of those things where, like, people make jokes and, you know... Think about like a, the Dreamcast did have a lot of weird ass games. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But yeah, so I just real quick want to read uh, a list of the levels in the first Echo the Dolphin on Sega Genesis. It's, yeah, it's sort me. of long, but I'm gonna go quickly here. Yeah. Home Bay, Bay of Medusa, the Undercaves, the Vents, the Lagoon, Ridgewater, Open Ocean, Ice Zone. Hard water, cold water, island zone, deep water, the marble sea, the library, deep city, city of forever, Jurassic Beach, Pteranodon Pond, Origin Beach, Trilobite Circle, dark water, the tube, welcome to the machine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like the tube also. Yeah, the tube, uh uh-huh. Like, there's a little bit of weirdness until that point, but there's nothing like "Welcome to the Machine" for my fun dolphin game. I had I had that game on my Sega Genesis, and that game fucking hard, man. Yeah, even Echo Dolphin, uh, uh, Echo Junior was hard. It's fucking. What are we doing? What if we got into Echo? What if we just played some Echo? <laughs> I don't want to play no. Echo. It's too hard. I just said. 
<laughs> but we're adults now. Maybe it'll be easy. No, oh, I doubt it. <laughs> if anything, I'll be more mad than I was then. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just looked up Echo the uh, Defender of the Future, the Dreamcast game, and there's uh, I'm on the Echo the Dolphin fan wiki for what it's worth. Okay. <laughs> and uh, there's a, a section here, differences from the original series. The Vortex do not make an appearance in this universe and are instead replaced with a different race called the Foe. Yeah, true. <laughs> the existence of humans is confirmed from the very start of the game, and they are not absent or extinct. Okay. <laughs> humans and sea creatures work together in this universe. Well, that's good. This is the universe where Free Willy happened and it was okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the the regular echo of the dolphin is Willy fails, and then... Yeah. And then we just have, this is the first 3D and 2.5D Echo game, and two hidden levels can be found in this game. <laughs> I guess two hidden levels can't be found in the Genesis game. Alright. Uh, I, I could also talk to you about wrestling. Sure, yeah, we talked about you Lay talking down. about wrestling. Alright. So, the, the big Tony thing... Khan. Tony Khan. <laughs> just re- before you jump into that, I just want to say the story section of the Echo the Dolphin uh, page is seven paragraphs long. Okay, continue. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so there, there's there been a lot of news in wrestling, uh, but I'm only going to talk about the funny one. Uh, which... One, uh, the day that all this was happening, there was a clip of a wrestling journalist taking a hit of coke okay. on a live stream. Sure. And he says uh, he was not doing coke, but he was it, definitely doing coke. He, like, bends out of the shot, but there's a mirror behind him that's, like, you know, angled, and it, he angled, he, like, uh, leans over right so that you can see it, and then Sniff something. Uh-huh. Uh, and to then try to prove his innocence, he then posted a video of him uh, doing a drug test by peeing in a cup. Okay. And, and Now, he did not post his dick and balls, so we don't know if no. it's his piss. Yes. He didn't take a video. Well, he took a video, but he did not film his dick and balls. He didn't... Oh, oh I see. I see. He pissed yeah. off screen. Yes. Yes. That could have been all... Yeah, and I mean, as a wrestler, he's a master of kayfabe. Yeah, well, he's just a journalist. Oh, well, he's, oh, a, he's a wrestling me. journalist, and they also love kayfabe, so... Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, yeah, it's... Who can, you more can't than anything, him. honestly. Yeah, more than the wrestler, somehow. Uh... Yeah. And anyway, uh, and then people thought that was going to be the talk of the town for the next couple days, and it only lasted, like... <laughs> That was like six hours. Yeah. Uh, so. Was it replaced by something else, or did people stop caring? No, it got replaced by other things. Okay. Uh, partly. Uh, so AEW, which is you know the big uh, up and coming. Right. The the cool new kids on the block. Yes. The wrestling company we can talk about still. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they're still doing pay per views. <laughs> Uh, is they had their biggest show uh, at Wembley Stadium. Okay. And they filled it, which is 
supposedly it's the biggest attendance of a wrestling show. Okay. Uh, which Wembley Stadium is fucking big, so. Yeah, they said it was something over eighty thousand people or something. Yes. So probably about like fifteen masks or so. Right. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Well, I mean, removing the luchadors. Removing the luchadors. Yeah. No. No. no yeah. I'm not yeah. Them. Yeah. One of the main luchadors they had on it has a mask that covers everything but. <laughs> oh, he's got the, the opposite. Ma- the mask. mouth and nose. Yeah. Um, so they had a big show, uh, and I thought it was really great. I, uh, you know, I watched it, uh, but the thing that happened that kind of overshadowed it at the end, uh, is that a wrestler by the name of CM Punk, which I believe I've talked to you about before, Luke. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's also uh, just one of, he's, if you know a wrestler, it's probably... CM Punk. Well, like a modern Cena, but if you know two wrestlers. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's probably then The Rock. And then if you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Yeah. But I mean, he is a very popular classic modern wrestler. Yes. Uh, and was kind of known for having a body and a style that was not, uh, you know, accustomed to a lot of people who of what they thought pro wrestling was because mm-hmm. you know he was muscular but he wasn't like a john cena muscular right no he's more fit than he is built yes and he was like covered in tattoos and like nerdy tattoos especially uh and like you know like would wear like eye makeup and shit right as he's straight edge yeah, you yeah, straight yeah. edge. That's what I knew about him in like yeah. high school. Yes, uh, and so he had retired from wrestling and had come back to work with AEW uh, and kind of infamously around a year ago at this uh, to the day uh, he won the championship and then got into a fight with the vice presidents of the company. Okay. Like a fist, a verbal fight that they elevated to a fist fight, uh, and into someone biting someone else. <laughs> right, I remember you telling me about this. Yes, so that happened about a year ago. He got suspended. He's come back recently. Okay. And they gave him his own show, basically, for him and all his friends to be on. Okay. So that they don't have to intersect with the other people. <laughs> the normal people. <laughs> Air quotes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's just like, this is really silly and dumb, but I guess we'll just, if it works for all of them, then whatever. Sure. Uh, and then we, and then this show happened, and apparently uh, uh, one of the wrestlers, uh, quote-unquote Jungle Boy Jack Perry, uh-huh. uh, who is the son of Luke Perry... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, actor of things that we could mention, but <laughs> won't. Actor in oh, things that, that I've mentioned on accident already. Yeah. Uh, but yes, like, act- yeah. Uh, he made kind of a joke poking fun uh, at CM Punk on the pre-show. Okay. And part of it, you know, is his... 
he's being a bad guy. <laughs> right. Uh, and part of it, like, maybe, you know, they had some interaction bad uh, backstage that where they, like, got into an argument. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's just kind of making fun of them. Yeah. Uh, he comes back from his match and immediately the, he and CM Punk get into a huge fight because CM Punk is going out next. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they get into a, another physical altercation, which apparently ends with CM Punk choking <laughs> Jack it's, Perry. It seems like he maybe has a temper problem. Kind of seems yeah. like it, huh? Yeah. And it it also like kind of seems like he's the biggest baby in history. <laughs> it seems like he doesn't get along with a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh, and so... And then he went out and did a match, which is, like, funny to look back now and, like, watch that. And, like, he just choked out a guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I've also seen, you know, people are doing their armchair psychology. Right, of course. Where he really wanted to get into MMA and become, a, like, a legit shoot fighter. Right, right. Uh, and then lost extremely badly twice. Yeah, and then got his ass beat. Yeah, like, ass beat by, like, relatively unknown dudes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... And so some people are saying that, like, oh, now that he's back in with a bunch of fellow fake fighters... Right. He thinks he's super cool. He's he's the cock of the walk. He's the... He's, yeah. Now he's back to the small pond where he's the big fish. Yes, and he is, like, trying to, like, show, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm a real fighter. Because that's also But, like, you're that, not. Yeah, but, like, it's a thing that wrestlers get really weird about. Uh-huh. Is they all, like, go, like, but I could take them for real. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't want to acknowledge that I'm just a, a buff theater kid. Right. I'm a real man. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's all dumb. And so... They're doing a series of match of shows now in Chicago. CM Punk's hometown. Uh, and he can't be on them because he's suspended again. Great. And, yeah, it's just one of the things where it's like... I know that you're probably getting some amount of money from, like, people going just to see him. Right. You need to just cut this one to go. Seems like that's the right move. See, yeah, you should just probably... It, it Seems not worth a, the trouble. Yeah, it's, there's going to be a point where people are going to start quitting or avoiding you because right. you employ this man. Uh, and that's not where you want to be. No, no, it's not. No. It's just also extremely funny that CM Punk, who was, you know, seen as the rebel, the the underdog against the guys who are, you know, have all the control of the management. His right. previous, oh, his previous employer, especially. Yes. Uh, is now the one that has the ear of management. Yeah. And can get away with anything. It's just one of those 
beautiful storyline that uh, they can't write. Uh-huh. Truly, yeah, like people... you die a hero or live long enough to become a villain. <laughs> exactly. A lot of times when you explain wrestling to me, it seems like, and I'm sorry for just, like, adjusting this to a frame of reference I have, but, like... It seems like just a bunch of really shitty tabletop players that have not set good ground rules for how to play the game together. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, well... <laughs> it, it's, a, you know, in usual tabletop, it is a collaborative effort. Right. It, you know, between your D, your, you know, game master, the other players... Like, even if, like, say, you know, your character is getting a spotlight a certain week. Yeah. Or one of the characters is maybe more powerful than the others. Right. You are telling a story all together. Yes. Now, what would happen if the game master had a vested inference in everyone doing well enough so that they make money? <laughs> right. And what if all the players were independents who, the more powerful your character seemed, the more money you got? Yeah, it sounds bad. That sounds like you'd end up with a bad table. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, like, there are... It has slowly but surely been changing over the last couple of decades. Uh-huh. Like, you know, if you... Why would it work that way? Why wouldn't it just be like we're all a collective that is working together? Like, I mean, do you want the actual answers? Or? I mean, I'm sure the actual answers are just a bunch of historical, you know, like, hey, that's just how, like, the, the business formed up or whatever. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> it just seems obvious that if you were, like, planning out how to... Because AEW is a new thing! <laughs> well, there's they're, also... They're not necessarily like, beholden to how it worked before. They have writers and a specific guy who decides who's winning and who's losing. So Right. Yeah, like it is from that like initial thing of you had to like protect it was up to the individual to protect their character because otherwise Right. Uh, you know, it was much more of a going like, you know, you would go from town to town. Right. And the person there didn't fucking know you. Yeah. Uh, so you had to be the one to be like, hey, I, you know, check in with these other people. I'm, I'm pretty fucking good. Right. Uh, but, yeah, in a modern sense where uh, all of this, it, it really doesn't seem like you need this to be the way it works anymore. Right. Uh, but people are stuck in their old ways. And, like, there's always... Uh, because even though how dangerous it is and, you know, how prone to injury people can be... Yeah. Uh, wrestling has, like, long tails on people's careers. Sure. Like, there's a guy wrestling there called Sting who has been, like, is 64. Yeah. And has been, like, wrestling since, like, the early 80s, late 70s. Right. So, like... You're going to get some of that kind of toxic. Right, so you have people stuff. with, like, still clinging on to how it used to work or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and people, like, new guys who are, like, ha are, have idolized that kind of. Yeah. Unhealthy machismo stuff, which is how you get, like, 
a guy our age who was brandishing a gun on <laughs> the week before he had his biggest match, because that also happened. Okay. Like, Wait, who did that? Uh, one of the guys from FTR, formerly known as the, uh, the oh, Revival. Right, right, right. right. Uh, he, in a road rage incident, flashed a gun at someone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then got arrested. <laughs> and everyone was like, uh... And then he's like... And they were like, don't worry. He's gonna be home at the wrestling show. And we're like, should he? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's wrestling, baby. Of course it's he's like, on that show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, everyone was joking, because his character is kind of like an old-school wrestler. And people are like, oh, he's just living the gimmick. <laughs> You shouldn't do that. No, no. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Yeah, like that is a joke. He's just an idiot. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's and it's why there's like a, a huge market now for like old wrestlers to tell really fucked up story. Sure. With you know all the vice stuff. Um. But yeah, like it's. It's one of those things where, and it's why AEW, I think, is still something that is good to watch. Right. Is that the wrestling is good enough and the drama is in the background enough and when it happens is somewhat funny. Right, sure. Uh, enough that it doesn't super bother. Like, I can, like, watch a show... And unlike with, like, a, a lot of other wrestling companies, even, like, right. new, oh, ones in Japan or Mexico. Right. I go, like, this was, a, like, a, a solid project product. <laughs> yeah. From, like, start to finish, I saw a lot of things that I enjoyed. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I will watch this again. <laughs> right, you're not having to think of, like, well, do I want to support a company that keeps putting on shows in Saudi Arabia or whatever? Yeah. I just have to, like, they did put a show on in England, though, so... Ugh. Well. <laughs> I, I saw, uh, I went to a live wrestling uh, show, and there was a team that were from England, mm-hmm. and they, that, that was the, they were the biggest bad guys of the night just for being from England. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I felt proud. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Have have no nationality until someone from England shows up. Uh-huh. Get the fuck out of here, Tory. I don't even know if you're Tories, but fuck out of here. Anyway, that's the that's the wrestling minute, which was for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh but that's really it for me. I, I downloaded that Homestuck unofficial thing. Yeah, Have you I also checked that out. Yeah, I also did that the other day. What what happened to you guys? What I don't I don't know. I don't I, know. I I was I because I'm working a new job where I can have my phone out more. Uh huh. I decided oh I'm gonna listen to like all the Bandcamp music I have. Oh sure. Because that's music I don't really listen to as much. Hmm. And so it got all the Homestuck stuff, and that made me start like, yeah, man, Homestuck. Uh, for me, it was just I needed something to listen to at work, and I started re-listening to Homestuck Made This World, 
And then that got me wanting to look up um, some random flashes just to rewatch. And I was really frustrated with how bad the like compression on some of them were on YouTube. So I downloaded sure. the, the Homestuck app so I could watch them pristinely. I guess that makes sense. Not like I a mean, ton. You could have got the vibes out of it, though. I mean, you know, within certain, you know, parameters of sense. Yeah, I don't suggest anyone do what we have done. No, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly, do you have anything that you want to talk about? Um... You know, uh, I've been playing Diablo 4 still. Okay. Um, Got any new characters? Yeah, because, you know, because the season started uh, during our off time, I think. Uh, So I've been playing a lot of that. Made a sorcerer. I'm shooting fireballs at guys. Pretty cool. Yeah, all right. Uh, Having having a good time with that. Um, Those, man, the seasons are really long. I forgot. It's, I mean, I knew it was like a hundred days or something like that, but I'm like, fuck, man. I'm ready for something new. Right. Like, I would like to keep playing Diablo, but there's there's no more Diablo to play. Uh, which I guess is not a bad thing, but, you know. Sure. Um, I have also been playing the Street Fighter. Yeah, you've been playing more than I have lately. I Well, yeah, I, I just decided... Um, what did I do? I was playing with Autumn one night, and um, I had been, I'd only been playing Marisa, really. Um, but it was like post Evo having watched the top six. I was like, Luke looks pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so I gave him a try and I like him a lot. Cause he's got, he does more stuff. Right. So, he's your friend. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but no, he like, you know, has a fireball and like, yeah. Can, if I jump, I don't die immediately, you know, <laughs> right. like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and I've been having fun with that and like learning how to do, uh, combos and stuff, and then I was like, fuck, man, I guess I could just break down and buy a fight stick. So I did that. Nice. Uh, and I'm still, you know, learning how to use it, really. Yeah. Because uh, it's a very different way to play the game. It is. Um, but I've also annoyed myself, because I'm like, well, fuck, I just learned all this shit on the controller, and now I gotta relearn it on a different controller? Hey, you know what? If, as long as you're relearning controls anyway, it might be a good time to switch to classic. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Get, get all them buttons. It might be better because one of the biggest problems is um, holding down the auto combo button. Yeah. Is that in? There's, I assume as there's as no I auto know, combo there's no button. auto combo in Classic. Yeah. If there is, I need to learn what it is. Yeah, maybe I should maybe I should do that because I've been doing the Classic and it's still pretty convenient. Yeah. Like, it, it feels good to do. Um, the, the default controls for Classic, I don't know what they're called, but it's like... The top row is, like, your light punches, and then the far right button is um, uh, drive impact. Yeah. And then the bottom row is all of your kicks, and the far right button is uh, drive rush. Yeah. Or parry, I it's guess. It's parry, but, and then, which yeah. turns into drive rush, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I should try that. Uh, I hadn't tried it since I got the stick, uh-huh. but I was, like, running. I was doing the combo drills again yesterday and getting really frustrated with some of them because of the auto combo button um so it might be time to switch i don't know yeah it it might just be that classic is a better control scheme for a stick surprise surprise right um because it was pretty good on the um controller yeah 
So yeah, yeah I mean that, people that people like modern controls. And um, like uh I mean like one of the guys in the top six was using modern controls for Chun Li, so that's kinda crazy. Oh that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Uh so yeah. Been playing a bunch of that. Um been playing a bunch of armored core. Uh, which, you know, I had, uh, I didn't have as much trouble with the first boss as you did, but I did have a lot of trouble with that first boss. Yeah. Um, when I got to that mission, I was like, oh, this must be the guy. Cause there's like a mini boss you fight before the big boss. And uh-huh. I was like, whew, did it. Christ crushed yeah, it. Boy, kind of hard boy. That was, that was tricky. Yeah. That was kind of tough. And then I got in there. I was like, oh, okay. I haven't even begun to suffer yet. I see. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, uh, I did beat that game. Uh, like, like I said a couple yesterday, I guess yesterday as of this recording, um, and I it just kind of shoots you right back into New Game Plus. Yeah. Um, but now the missions have some new variants occasionally, which that's pretty fun. Oh sure. Yeah, they have like new objectives that you could do instead of the old objectives. Um, and they get you more like of the combat logs to unlock stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm having a good time with that. Uh, Starfield is out soon. That's true. Uh, it's out Arfie. if you pay $35 for Arfie. Yeah, if you pay $35, you can play it right now. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to do my damnedest to not do that. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to get it on Game Pass anyway. I don't want to pay extra for the game I'm going to receive on Game Pass in five days. Yep. I have I have simply learned my lesson. Not not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I have, no, I have I think tried Luke and hated is... enough Bethesda games that I just, you know, fool I really me one shame on me. Luke. Yeah, I really hope yeah. you don't. Yeah, I, I, I have adjusted my expectations, so I like feel like I, you know, I have played Fallout Four recently enough. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's not very good, is it? No, but like I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's just all I want. Yeah. Um. Um. Like Jackson said on Twitter, it's mid Christmas. Sure. It's mid Christmas. It's mid miss. That's right. Chris Mids. <laughs> Although, like, we were talking about, like, you know, that opening day, you know, 35 bucks DLC. And I was like, oh, you get the first DLC. And then I was like, yeah, and I'll have to get that eventually for the mods. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, the thing. I'm just waiting for the perverts to get to Arfie. Right. Yeah. That one I'll feel like, I've talked about it before. I don't feel like I can be perverted in Fallout. I don't you know why. You can't be perverted easy. in Fallout. I, it just doesn't, like, vibe for me. I feel like there's just a far too constant thread of tetanus in Fallout for me to really feel horny. Man, whatever. (laughs) If I die, I I die, right? Like, I mean, fuck it. I just know that it stink bad in Fallout. Yeah, but I can't change that, and I can't smell it from here. (laughs) I can sure look at it, though. Yeah, no, like, this is just a purely on-me hang-up. Yeah. Uh, but being around in space... I because they also probably stink bad in Skyrim. Yeah, there's no way they stink good there. I don't think any Bethesda game smells good, probably. Starfield probably smells good. It looks like it smells like an Apple store. Oh, yeah, it probably smells better than the average Bethesda game. Yeah, but, like, there's there's super horny fantasy. Yeah. I... Are you telling me there's there's, no super horny sci-fi or post-apocalypse out there? Is that what we're getting at right now? I was saying that there's less horny post-apoc. I don't know about all that. Fury Road is pretty horny. 
don't know. I'm not saying you have to enjoy the horny in these in these specific settings, but it is there. Yeah. I guess maybe I just don't think of it as horny, and this, this is where we're, we're all coming back to. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, the way it's situated now is that I will, like, get home. Uh, is the, the, the first day I have off of my weekend is on tu- the Tuesday it comes out, so I could just be like... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Work, work, work. You know, not really care about this, and then just like, oh, I have my day off, and it's go- it's ready. Yep. I guess it's out on Tuesday normally? Is that right? Yeah. Okay, and, I mean, I guess I have two... Yeah. Well, no, I work on Tuesday this week. Fuck, I have Monday off. Whatever, no biggie. Yeah. I'll live, it'll be fine. Oh, shit, Molly, they announced uh, a new elusive target for Hitman. Oh, who whomst is it? Uh, it's, it's a DJ in... Uh, uh, Berlin. I guess it's a real DJ. Oh, okay. That's less exciting for us. Feature, yeah, it's it's the drop featuring superstar DJ Dimitri Vegas. All right. All right. Good for you, Dimitri. Yeah. There's a I there's w- a trailer of you killing him, and the title cards say it's time to drop the final beat. <laughs> is right, it? Ju- yeah. is, he's just gonna be in the thing, and you just continually drop the speakers on him. Like that's. I mean, you have to, right? I mean, that. Yeah, surely. Uh, yeah. I, I wish that they were. They they kept up the thing of having like character actors, right? Unfortunately, yeah, uh, really they're fun. no longer backed by the Warner Brothers Corporation. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't even thought about that. I thought I thought that it was just going to be like Sean Bean was like, haha, funny thing. Yeah, no. I guess not. Yeah. G- yeah, Sean Bean got that Warner Brothers money. Gary Busey got that Square Enix money. True. I guess when you only got uh, IO Interactive money, who you get is Dimitri Vegas. <laughs> They're busy doing other stuff. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I feel like I've played more than that, but I can't. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I didn't finish Ghost Trick. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, no, I did not finish Ghost Trick. Didn't you guys you may have noticed the journal update feed has not updated in two oh, months. Shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Neither Damn. of us have finished Ghost Trick. Damn. It's also just been a really bad couple months for trying to, like, do extra, uh, podcast stuff, so. That's, that's fair. It's, yeah. it has been a hell, a hell, a hell world at work. A hell it's world. awful. Uh, uh I want to also... St- I'm very sorry to interrupt, Molly. It's fine. Uh, in looking at Dimitri Vegas, I also found out that he had a in Mortal Kombat 11, a alternate uh, Sub Zero skin was Dimitri Vegas. So okay, okay, maybe he's just out there just doing his, video games. Yeah, apparently this is just his thing. <laughs> All right, sure. I'm looking up songs from Dimitri Vegas. Uh, uh, apparently he worked with a guy called Like Mike, uh-huh, which is a yeah. better name. Yeah. Uh, Melody, Mammoth, Girls with a Z, Wanna Have Fun, The Hum, Instagram, Arcade Mammoth, Boom oh, Shakalaka, The Chase, Unity, Arcade. So he is a gamer. He's a gamer. He has yeah. a song called Unz Unz. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
<laughs> that just sort of really killed the momentum. <laughs> well, I've forgotten what I was talking about. Um, you were talking about uh, you, you haven't finished Ghost Trick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, if I knew that was the Ace Attorney guy, I probably wouldn't have suggested playing it. No, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I fucking hate Ace Attorney. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I thought you knew this. I You definitely knew this. I, have, I There's no way this is the first time you're finding this out. I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I tried to play them on my DS, uh, uh-huh. and I thought it was very tedious and annoying to try and present evidence, and I was always wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was not having any fun. Have you considered If getting... you want to make a visual novel, could you please just make a visual novel? Well, have you considered getting better at, you know... No, uh, I haven't! Cri- that's solving crimes. No! You know this, I'm no good at it! <laughs> You've presented crimes to me, and I can't solve them! <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I just didn't like Ace Attorney. <laughs> you, you just gotta, like, you just all. gotta find where a lie happens and present the contradicting evidence. I just thought I did a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it wasn't, you know, it uh-huh. didn't work. How are you on L.A. Noir? Uh, I beat L.A. Noir. Yeah. But I think that game kind of like, you win that one no matter what. Yeah, you can totally eat shit the whole time, and it'll still yeah, and you get still you just get there. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't the, have to be good at you'll it. You'll just get a bad grade. Yeah, and that's there's, fine. There, and there's also all the subtle clues, right? Right, all of the facial expressions that tell me the man is lying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then, no, because I got like I got like six chapters in. I'm like, uh, first of all, there's eighteen fucking chapters. Yeah. Uh. And then also in those six chapters, nothing's happened. <laughs> but you and got to also, meet so many fun characters Like One Step Ahead Jimmy Or whatever his name is Yeah He's always it, one step ahead Yeah, yeah the, the, the interesting bit is so like I'm the person who loves Ace Attorney But didn't like Ghost, uh, Ghost Trick Interesting Um Anyway, I the the real thing that like broke me was like first the first thing is I really do think that not enough is happening like for that sure. first third of the game, um, and they don't tell you anything about what's happening for the first third of the game, and I'm like I I need well, a hook. Well, like, you have amnesia. You got to solve the mystery of me. Right, right, but I I don't care about me yet. <laughs> There's nothing to care about here, <laughs> Molly. That's horrible. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, but the other thing is, every time you have to reset one of the, uh, like, puzzles, you have to button through all the fucking dialogue, and there's no way to skip it, and you have to wait for every little animation to play out, and it got really fucking annoying real fast. As someone that loves that game, I will say that is a problem with it, that I wish the remake had solved. It's incredible that the remake did not solve that. Yeah. Like, I, just very frustrating, so I did not, like, feel a need to keep going. Um, and I wanted to because uh, people are insane about Ghost Trick. <laughs> right. People will tell you, you have to play Ghost Trick. And you say, why do I have to play Ghost Trick? And they won't tell you. Well, because it's like endgame spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Chris told me one of them last night and I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it would have hit better if I'd gotten there myself, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tell me what it was when we're done recording. Uh, Yeah. I, yeah. I won't make Ashley. <laughs> I won't make Ashley remove it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, um, it's fine. Like, yeah. 
I, I happy for the people who can enjoy it. But again, like if you want to make a visual novel, could you just make me a visual novel? Yeah. Uh, without like all this tedium. Trying to get that fucking birthday cake puzzle solved. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. The Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. And, like, it's really cool when you see it go off, but, like, the 40 times where I had the timing wrong on the little hammer swing was pretty yeah. awful. Yeah, so, I, don't I like know. how much Lynn already by that point is like, ah, I don't really fucking care. I can just jump into deadly situations because he'll just yeah, solve he'll just some bullshit me. puzzles no and save me. So, easy. First time every time. From my perspective, no problems. Yep. Yeah, so. Um,. Uh, you know, we're going to record a casual journal just to, you know, reset uh-huh. uh, this weekend. So we'll, we'll do that. So you can hear me talk more about it there. But, I mean, it'll probably be the same as this. So I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, well. Oh, well. They don't have 100% overlap. No. No. it's uh, no, and, and Nora will have stuff to say, too. Because I think she also got, like, to a point and was like, I just, it's not interesting to me. So mm. uh, trying to branch out into more stuff that, like, maybe wouldn't automatically appeal to me uh has right. not been going well this year <laughs> sure yeah um although i i mean obra den i guess kind of fits that i yeah, guess it I mean, would appeal you to me but those murders yeah i saw the shit out of those murders that's true um and metal gear solid was really good so fuck yeah it was fuck yeah it was i don't know yeah so uh that's that's mostly what i've been up to i've mostly been up to not doing other podcasts <laughs> right <laughs> mostly been being tired uh, yeah, so... Just saying, October's coming up. Pathologic, good October game. We already have an October game picked out. Alright, alright, alright. And also, the, the the Pathologic guy is still super uber-canceled, so... Oh, right, I... Yeah. 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 Even though, like, I might play that on my own one day. I don't know if we'll do it for the podcast. That's but it, I think I own it already, so... Yeah. But I know how much you like it, and uh, I, I would like to try it at some point. Yeah. Even if I don't whisper the name of the train and have it show up. Sure. I mean, you know, hey. We can't all have those magical moments. We can't all have those magical moments. (laughs) Emergent gameplay. Right. (laughs) It's what Perry Cuomo talked about. Uh, but I think, I mean, that's about it. I haven't, I mean, I haven't, uh, I haven't read any books, uh, because I'm a fool. It's pretty much that. I I've tried been... to read some of uh, the what's what's the first one? The oh, uh, Shadow of the Torturer. Shadow of the Torturer. I start. I yeah. got five chapters into that, and I'm like, I'm too stupid for this shit. I <laughs> I had the exact same reaction five chapters in, and I kind of forced myself to push through it because I paid for the ebook. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. waste the money. And like, I I by about chapter seven, I was kind of like, okay, no, I'm into it. I got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go back at some point, but I also have a ton of other shit to read. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. All, all the books that I've been looking at are about mediums we can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Surprise. <laughs> Whoops. Fucked up. The thing that Ashley is into is the things that she reads about. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm... Yeah, it's something we've you know, kind of been doing throughout this podcast. I'm also just going to read off a Wikipedia thing I found. Sure. Sure. Uh, that in the Spider-Verse comic books... Okay, you scared me for a second. I know. Uh, There is a a version of Spider-Man who is a car. Yeah, Peter Parked car, right? Peter Parked car, yes. 
<laughs> Peter Park car. Peter Park car. <laughs> Peter Park car, and I don't care. Wait, was that it? Yeah. That, I, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we kind of stole the joke. <laughs> I thought, well, I just thought you had, like, a list to read or something. No, I just saw that, like, someone posted it on Tumblr. I was like, this is interesting. This would oh, be yeah, something no, to read funny. on a podcast. Yeah. If you always talk about that one and about Spider's Man. So, yeah, Spider's Man. Well, because I know that there was a Spider-Mobile that Spider-Man drove. Right. It was just one of those things, like, that's not someone who needs a car. Right. It's like the Flash having a car. Yeah. I mean, in New York City, it's only going to be bumper to bumper. <laughs> That's true. Why did Wonder Woman have an invisible jet anyway? Because they wanted to make her fly, but didn't want to make her fly like that. Well, that's stupid. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all right, well, good to know. Yeah. Problem solved. It's why, like, also, like, Stanley was like, I, oh, all the people in my comics who fly have to have, like, a scientific reason why they fly. Yeah. Oh. The pre-crisis version of the Invisible Plane was a necessity because before the Crisis on Infinite Earths rewrote Wonder Woman's history, along with the histories of many other heroes, Wonder Woman simply could not fly. So true. <laughs> Guess we I solved it. Yeah. She grew increasingly powerful during the Silver Age of comic books and beyond, acquiring the power to ride wind currents, thus allowing her to imitate flight over short distance. That's not imitating flight, that's no, how that's birds just do. Flight. Yeah. That's just that's, that's how what birds, birds do it. Do. Yeah, that's just normal. All right, good to know. This had limitations, however. For example, if there was no wind and the air was completely still, she'd be trapped on the ground. Yep. Yeah. That's how. I mean, that's yeah. This Many things that, propelled by wind have this problem. This <laughs> that although she would rely on the invisible plane less frequently, she always had need of it. <laughs> Why is this Wikipedia sentence written that way? Uh. I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to? I got nothing. I can just keep there? reading this invisible plane wiki page. Yeah, but, you no, know. I think, no, I think I'm good on the invisible plane wiki page. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some th- things that that would be we would talk off mic. Okay. Yeah. But uh, if anyone hasn't been able to tell, we didn't come to a consensus on what the podcast should be about while the strike's on. What's that? I would say if, if any listeners uh, hadn't figured it out yet, we have not come to a consensus on what we should do a podcast about while the strike's on. Yeah. Also, yeah. again, I've had the worst month. <laughs> yeah, I've been very busy. We'd probably have to cancel most of these episodes anyway. <laughs> yeah. Luke has a lot going on. I've just been, uh, you know, disabled and working a lot, so... Uh, tired. Yeah, and I have gotten the job again. Hell yeah! True. Yeah, Temporary, though, so... Well, hey, step up still. Yeah, it's better, yeah, it's better than where we were. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, are we ending this? I think we're ending this. I think we're, we're ending find this. you on the internet. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. Primarily Idle on Playtest. It's an actual play uh, podcast playing a TTPRPG. 
Oh boy, I'm out of practice. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> playing a tabletop role-playing game designed by myself and my design partner, Molly Rhinebeck. That's me, uh, Seth. Uh-huh. Well, I just said it's me. <laughs> oh. Uh, there's two different shows, Eidolon Disco and Eidolon Ska, both about mystery-solving teens separated by decades of time. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, the Patreon will have released Disco 24, which is a pretty big episode. Big, big things happen in it. I'm very excited for people to hear it. Yeah, it's, it's the start of finale things. I'm less excited to have to edit it this weekend, but, you know. I have to, I mean, I'm editing Ska 24 this weekend, too, so. Yeah. Handshake. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's me. Okay, uh, Ashley. You can find me at Uralibrithan underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find me on patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. God damn it. Uh, you can find me on uh, various social media sites at your friend Molly with a Y E R. Um, I use uh, still Twitter and co-host the most. Um, you, I just can't deal with Blue Sky. I just don't think it's good. So yeah, yeah. I don't think that's I don't where think you Blue can Sky find has me. the heat. I don't yeah. think it has the heat. Uh, and that's fine with me because I didn't like it. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, uh, I forget what else. Uh, AudioEntropy.com. Donate button, upper right-hand corner. Give us a little money for hosting on the website. Appreciate that. Uh, review our podcast. You know, even there's a lot of time you can do to uh, catch up on various things we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, just listen to it. It's good. Do it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, otherwise, I think that's it. Uh, let's, let's fucking go. I don't know. All right. Fucking bye. Yeah, One woman bye. continued to use the plane for super speed, outer space, and multidimensional transport up until the unpowered era of Diana Prince. When Wonder Woman resumed superpowered costume operations in 1973, she continued to use the jet as before, but did glide on air currents for short distances. At one point, Aphrodite granted the plane the power to fly faster than the speed of light for any interstellar voyages her champion might undertake. Thanks to tinkering by gremlins, the plane even developed intelligence and the power to talk. The plane proved a good friend.